Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, a product probably most of you have seen on TV, heard about, seen in stores. You're going to be so excited. Shark Tank. I mean, like, it. I am I'm just so fired up today uh, for the guys that are on. Uh, we're talking to the Comfy Bros. We're talking about the Comfy. That's right. Uh, Brian and Michael Special are on. Guys, it's so great to have you here. Thanks, Justin. Hey, Justin, for the opportunity. <laughs> Perfect. You both talked at the same time, just like we just said would happen. Um, <laughs> so glad you guys are here. Uh, I was so excited to meet you. I, I, I told you beforehand, man, so much fun uh, learning about you guys and watching the videos on Shark Tank and just reading your story. And I can't wait to unpack that for our audience today. Um, let's do this, though. Um, this, you started the company in 2017. How about each of you share a little bit about your background before launching this business? and we'll start with michael sure yeah well hey justin uh great to be on and uh yeah it's funny uh, i think you just said that uh, you couldn't find much information on me on linkedin or anything <laughs> i tried man i looked because uh, before <laughs> before starting the comfy with my brother in 2017 you know coming up with the idea and pushing this through and getting on shark tank and everything uh, for the previous 10 years, I was actually had my own swimming pool cleaning and maintenance business. Dude, so that's an entrepreneur awesome. at heart. But you know, just locally in the Phoenix area, there's I don't know, a hundred thousand pools in Phoenix at least, probably. <laughs> so uh plenty of business there and just uh been working with a team of guys and all that and managing managing that and uh you know, just going going through life and making a good living, you know, paying the bills and all that. Uh and then I was uh just real quick, I was going through a really bad divorce with, uh, you know, and my brother, he took me in. Wow. So he, he takes me in and just, I was down in the dumps and this is kind of the story of how the comfy idea came about. And, uh, I walk out one morning, uh, in the living room, staying at my brother's house and I look over and on the couch sitting there is my brother's son, seven years old, his name's Saxon sitting on the couch and he's wearing one of my brother's old hoodies. My brother's nice. a pretty big guy, and it just absolutely <laughs> swallows him up. And it's a seven-year-old. You can just imagine him sitting in a, a grown-up adult man's hoodie. His, and his <laughs> right. knees are pulled in on the couch. <laughs> right. He's got his arms pulled in. He's got the hood up. And, you know, he's just kind of peeking through, and he's locked eyes with him. I'm like, wow, Saxon, like, you just look so warm and comfy, <laughs> you know? And he's kind of look over my big bro. I'm like, man, wouldn't everyone want to feel like that? You know, think they make these for adults, something like that. And there was a blanket laying over the back of the couch. You know, it's got the Sherpa lining and the fleece on it. And we're like, yeah, we can make it out of that maybe. And that's kind of where the, that was the light bulb moment, kind of where the comfy was born. And uh, I can get into more of the story later after Brian gets his background a little bit. But uh, yeah. I love it. Thank you. That's so awesome. All right. Over to you, Brian. As you can tell, my brother's very impatient. He doesn't want to wait for background <laughs> to stories. Right he just the, wants to jump to the product. right into it. And that's basically, hey, Justin, that's basically how this entire ride has been. So true. I mean, that is in a microcosm right there. I love it. Go, but, go, go, uh, go. Yeah. yeah I, my background is in uh, TV and video production. I was a TV news anchor, sports anchor, producer, editor. Um, and then I uh, left and started my own production company. 
Um, was doing firearms related shows, oh, believe nice. it or not. Firearms wow. and firearms and blankets, right? Talk about opposite <laughs> sides go of together. the spectrum. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. So uh yeah, I was doing that and, and also trying to break into the world of, you know, the history channels and the discovery right. channels and that kind of thing. So it's a struggle, it's a grind, it's tough. It's a tough world out there. No uh and that's when that's when uh, when when Michael had that uh, that light bulb moment. We just kind of were off and running from there in 2017. So, <laughs> yeah, never did. Uh, I'm sure never did Michael expect to go from a pool cleaning business to right. the third <laughs> the third best selling product in Shark Tank history that's in four just years. Crazy. Nor did I expect to go from uh, TV producing uh, to the third right. best selling product in Shark Tank history in four years. But here we unbelievable. Are. I mean, for those listening, this is only three years ago. I mean, like, oh my God, unbelievable. Um, So, okay. So it's one thing to say, hey, we should make one of those. And, you know, I get it. Go, go, go. Let's just go make it. And then we're going to sell it. But I mean, like, truly, how did you go from that could be a cool idea to actually mocking up something or designing something or, or was it not that complicated? Like, what did that look like at first? Go for it, bro. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it was, it was one of those things where, uh, when, when we, when Michael had the light bulb moment and then we started talking about it and started, you know, kind of unpacking it, breaking down the idea, you know, talking about what we could do. I, it, it seemed like a great idea at the moment. And it was one of those things where we just kind of looked at each other and so it's like almost one of those things too good to be true. Right. It's right. like, dude, this makes so much sense. We're going to have this wearable blanket that's the most comfortable thing you've ever put on your body. We're going to make it one size fits all so that it fits the entirety of the, the population. So it's truly a product that's for everyone in the, in the world, men, women, children, any shape, any size, any nationality. It doesn't matter with the, with the company. Um, and so we, 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 we knew someone had to have done something like that Surely because it's the most obvious has, right. idea in the world. And totally. a couple of single dads at the time living in Phoenix freaking Arizona where it's 115 <laughs> degrees outside right. almost every single we're day make in the a summer. Comfy in, in Phoenix, yeah, we're right. going to make a, we're going to make the world's first truly wearable blanket, right? right? Well, that was the mission and that's what we decided to we, you know, we talked about it for a couple of weeks and then it's more like, you know what? Let's just let's just go for it. Piled all our pennies together and found a prototype maker uh, here in Mesa, Arizona, believe it or not. Um, a place called Protoso and he made uh, the first prototype. Got came it. out pretty good made a couple of revisions to it, sent it back. And by the second one, it's like, holy crap, this is it, man. This thing's amazing. It's more, even more amazing than we, than we imagined. Wow. So from there, after we had the prototype made, then it became time to be like, okay, how are we going to get this out to the world? And that right. of course is where Shark Tank comes in. So, and you guys, you went in, you went to Shark Tank without really having a product in market yet, right? So at that point, when you had a prototype, you went to Shark Tank versus like, hey, we already had it in a couple stores, and then we went. Like, what did that look like? Not only did we not have a prototype, Michael, we didn't have a clue, did we? <laughs> we yeah, we had no clue, and we were we were kind of told along the way by Shark Tank, uh, you know, the producers and everything, trying to get on the show. You know that we didn't have much of a clue and that right. we were too early and you <laughs> right. know we were told multiple times to come back next year and we just kept pushing so you have to understand this this idea came in february 20th of 2017 right and we were standing in front of the sharks taping the show in september of 2017 <laughs> you, without Six, a real seven product later, without that's, like manufacturing that's, that's <laughs> how it happened fast it happened so fast but that's how brian and i have ran this business from the beginning we push 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 
And you know, you don't know what you don't know. Right. So you, you're told, no, you don't know. It's like, why not? Why can't right. it be done? You why know? Not? They said, well, there's no way you can get this product, you know, by, by the holidays of 2017. We're like, why not? You know, we're gonna go source it, <laughs> right. figure it out, get some factories going, get a container over here. Like, why not? Right. You know, we just pushing. They were telling us a year and a half or so, but we just keep pushing and pushing. So that's what we did with Shark Tank. You know, we were told no almost the entire time by the Shark Tank staff. They loved our pitch when we went up to Denver and our pitch for the show. Uh, but even after that, you still have to go through a lot of paperwork sure. and a lot of lawyers and everything else to finally <laughs> sure. get on the show. And we were told all no all the way up until basically the day before taping. And Crazy. we still persevered and got through, got on the show with we, at that time, at that point, we ended up having, I think, 10 prototypes total in hand. We gave five of those away to the sharks. Right. So, here, you know, here, you can see what they're all, like. There's only had. five of them. Standing in front of the sharks. Oh yeah, no clue. You know, 10 Wait, prototypes. How did you figure no website, out like, how much no sales, money to ask nothing. for then? Like, how did you come up with the 20% for, you know, thousands of dollars? Like, how that did you just get... pulled it out of the proverbial yeah. you know where? Seriously? Yeah. Sounds good. No that's it. That sounds good. That sounds like something. That we, sounds wanted, we wanted to come reasonable. up with a number, and we, we settled. We settled on fifty thousand dollars right. for twenty percent. Yeah, is what we were going to go for, that. right? Yeah. And yeah, it was it was a very arbitrary number. It was just it was just random, but <laughs> it was something we wanted. We wanted a deal. A lot of people right. go on there just for the exposure. We wanted a deal, so we wanted something right. that I see you know maybe saying. one of the sharks would see it and be like, ah, okay, let's take a flyer because that's fifty. 50 right. You know, fifty grand is nothing to me, grand, so yeah. I'll take it. Let's take a chance. <laughs> Turns out Barbara did that, and it was the smartest investment she's ever made. That's okay. So. All right. So very, very cool. Um, let's break this down just for a moment. So just give our audience a little bit of background on the Shark Tank process. And you know, you, you described some of it, um, but that part leading up to you're actually selected to go on the show, like describe just some of the process. Yeah, it was a long process, lots of paperwork, lots of phone calls. We auditioned in May of 2017 in Denver. Uh, one thing that we did differently and a lot, you know, a lot of our past experiences, um, in life came back to really make this thing come to fruition. <laughs> One of those was, was my past as a TV producer, right. you know, uh, recent past at that time. So I, you know, have a pretty good idea of what a producer is going to be looking for. And so the number one thing, you know, in life, you've got to make yourself memorable. You've got to do something that it's memorable that someone's going to be like, Oh my God, I, I remember that. Right. So we decided to sing a Christmas carol with specialized lyrics to the company. Tis the season of the company. Fa la 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 la, right? We're not singers. We're terrible. That, but that was going to be part of the allure. That was going to be part of the charm of the whole thing. It's just a couple of, you know, 40-something idiot brothers up there singing a song on national TV in front of, uh, in front of the Sharks. Um, but that was our, that was our hook. That was our, that was our catch. Oh and so gosh. we did that in Denver. Oh yeah. And that was it the was one thing our, where they, they loved us. And they thought that was funny or crafty. So it was also yeah. our goal, remember, when, with the Christmas song, Sorry, I'll let you yeah, get, to get on the Christmas also our goal with our show. Christmas song to get onto the holiday episode of Shark Tank. We <laughs> oh, knew there I was see. one, and yeah. that was our goal from I the see. beginning when Brian came up with this idea to sing this jingle. So go ahead, bro. And guess what? Ultimately we pulled it off. We got that's, on the we got oh, on the Christmas funny. show after of they of course we did. You know, they did they did <laughs> Michael did. alluded to it. They told so us confident. they told us no every step of the way. They told us you no. Know, uh, the, our, our producer went dark on us a month before. Wow. And then she, we finally get a hold of her and she's like, you know what, guys? They love you, but you're too new. You don't have any sales. Right. You know, come back, come back next year. <laughs> and, you know, we're like, you know what? Heck with that. We don't know if Shark Tank's going to be back right. next year. Who knows? We right. don't, you know, we're, we've come this far. So if we go down, we're going to go down swinging. You know, right. we have our pity parties for, for a couple minutes and then we figure out how to adjust. And so we went, uh, again, I took my video camera, went over to Michael's house. <laughs> 
we threw that night after that we got home with the producer and said screw that we're going down swinging uh, and we so did the funny. top five reasons why you cannot cut the comfy from Shark Tank. The top five reasons. And <laughs> oh we had a God, blast no with it. Right. And I went home so... and I edited that together. And we shot that off to the show. We shot that off to our producer that night. The next morning, she's like, you know what? I took this. I'm glad you guys did this. I took this into the, the executive producer, the head honcho's office and showed it to him. Uh, be in L.A. next week. Oh, my gosh. All right. So do you remember what the top five reasons were? Man. <laughs> you, you, you set me up for that one. You set me up for that one. I don't. I, I don't you know, remember. I remember. The, we need to, bro. We need to. Uh, we need to release that video at some point. I mean, that, that would be did. awesome. You, you guys should. We were. We were cut. Yeah. Absolutely. People love. I think one of the reasons that. was. I think one of the reasons was American Idol was returning at that time to ABC. <laughs> yep. And we knew we were going to be singers. And if Shark Tank didn't take us, American Idol surely oh, was going to. So they better one. not. They better not miss their opportunity. <laughs> that's hilarious. That was a true audition, bro. You're right. That was a backup that's plan. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the you know, one thing one of my favorite phrases is the answer is always no unless you ask, right? I mean, like it, you can let other you can be persistent and look how it paid off for you guys. Um, okay. So great. So fast forward now. Hey, we you know, we're on Shark Tank. And then Barbara, right, says yes. Then what happens? Like, cause again, you got five prototypes left in your hand. Like, how do you go from that to okay, we have a shark. We need to like now go sell stuff that we don't have yet. Well, during the whole process that we were uh, trying to get on Shark Tank, you know, a lot of behind the scenes stuff, obviously with sourcing Got it. with uh, different factories. I think we okay. sourced six different factories, you know, trying to get that done. So we were actually, I mean, we were full steam ahead and we were confident enough that we were going to get a deal. I mean, that's, it's, you know, call it cocky, whatever you want, but, you know, I believe 99% that we were going to get a deal. And I think you absolutely have to have that mindset going into, if not 100%. Like this is going to happen. If it didn't happen, we would have figured it out. We would have had our little pity party if we didn't get the deal right. and we would have kept pushing forward. But, you know, it was just that confidence. And I think when we got in front of Barbara, that was part of it. She loved us. She fell in love with us. She thought we were great salespeople, but we were real true to ourselves. Yes. Maybe a little cocky and arrogant, but it's like, we we're going to, we're going to do this. And it was, it wasn't that hard standing in front of them because they're asking these questions. Sure. Uh, you know, what are your sales? Nothing. Nothing. You have a website. No. <laughs> What's your customer acquisition cost? No clue. Not you know, sure. they're just kind of laughing at us. It's like you guys, you know, you guys just answer honestly. It's like we're not going to bullshit you, right? This is, totally. this is who we are. Right. And so, and so, yeah. So after we got the deal with Barbara, you know, then it, it takes a few months more paperwork to end up finalizing the deal and all that. But we were pushing ahead the entire time because it was going to launch. Or we were going to launch December third of 2017 is when the Shark Tank episode, that holiday episode aired. Got it. And our absolute goal was to have product in our warehouse ready to ship out that night. That was always our goal from the beginning. We almost made it. Didn't end up getting the product all the way into the warehouse until January, mid-January, I'd say, to start shipping out to customers. But but we let the customers know up front ahead of time when we knew they were coming to the website, when we were launching on Shark Tank that night, they started buying the product, but we let them know (laughs) up front, like, this is not going to ship out. <laughs> it's not going to ship out 60 until... days, honestly. <laughs> right. And, wow. but people still started buying it. They love the product. They like the idea. It was an affordable, you know, $40 price sure. point. And was it word of we mouth did not though? get caught up. How did that happen though? It, did, was it word of well, mouth? It, started, I mean... it was word. Yeah. I'll let Brian go into that with, uh, we, we actually did go viral, but you know, at the beginning you have this huge shark tank bump and we sold a lot of product early on, even with people, we didn't get caught up on orders like where people can order it. We ship it out. Right. The next day, basically, until May of 2018. That's how long it took to get caught up. So we sold through our first container, and then boom, we knew we had a hit. We started ordering more containers. So they're wow. on the water. You know, people are literally ordering these things, waiting four months. You know, <laughs> right. it's not even made yet. 
we're waiting for this product. <laughs> so it was a huge Shark Tank bump. And then after the Shark Tank bump, it started to go down, you know, in late December. And then I'll let Brian take it from there. When we went viral. Yeah, we just had a, we just, yeah, we just had a viral video and suddenly we'd sold into 66 countries. And, oh my gosh. And, and it was, it was bonkers. And it's been, it's been breakneck, uh, ever since and how about retail so talk about channels like selling to retailers or through retailers versus online like what does that look like yeah yeah that's another one that's uh you know we always like to say that you know you stand up there on shark tank and it's the most sacred ground in all of entrepreneurship i mean it truly is when you're standing there looking at these titans of entrepreneurship and but but you also have to remember that they don't know everything and just because they tell you to do something uh it doesn't mean it's necessarily the right path all of them including Barbara, after we had to deal with her, was like, no, stay out of retail. Retail is a nightmare. It's a, it's a disaster. You guys just want to be direct to consumer, maybe do some Amazon, but stay sure. out of retail. Sure. Michael and I, when we were, uh, I think it was the first trip we were in New York City visiting Barb back in the days of sharing hotel rooms and all that good stuff, Michael. Um, <laughs> before, and we were, uh, before you had each had your own hotel room, got it. Okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Reach a certain amount of Still the best, you have your still own the best room, moment, right? bro. Still the best moment yeah. of this whole experience, bro, when you told me, you're like, bro, you know, we're going to New York this time. We're getting separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> did that really happen? Did that yeah, really? That was like two years in. Oh yeah, my God. absolutely. Yes. We each will have our own room. <laughs> but we were sitting there in that hotel room. So thankfully, thank goodness, we were in that hotel room because you know it's an endless sounding board. Totally. Like, you, you know can what? Keep man? talking. You know, absolutely. I'm a I'm a Costco power user. I love Costco. This product belongs in freaking Costco. It just belongs <laughs> Let's there. Just it's do the it. perfect Costco product. <laughs> Let's go. So Let's do we it. need to figure out a way to make this happen. And right. so ultimately, we did. The sharks told us to stay the heck out of retail. Uh, we swam in the other direction, and uh, you know, suddenly we were in Costco, and Sam's. Oh and, my god! Uh, selling out left and right on QVC, right. and Bed Bath and Beyond, oh and Target, and just I mean, everywhere you can imagine. And that's where that's where it is today. It's about uh, it's about half of our business now. So it's amazing. It was, uh, so how, did, right so how did that happen though? So, cause did you already have the contacts in retail or did you, did you have enough brand recognition that they, you know, the buyer would take your call? Like, what did that look like? At, at, at it's that probably point? the place. It's probably the place where Barbara came in the most handy okay. because uh, she had a, she had a connection with someone who ultimately became our first CEO. Oh, wow. Uh, Cracker Jack salesperson Got um, who had all those retail relationships. And she was a real go-getter like Michael and I are. And, uh, she went down and, and, and banged on doors and, and really made that happen uh, in the beginning. Yeah. It's interesting. Okay. So um, here we are 2021 today um, when we're recording this. So talk about where the business is now. Like what's next? Like what are the keys to keeping this thing growing and going and what does it look like? I swear. I still say, you know, we, we've been saying this for years, bro. Like I still feel, feel like we're just getting started. Right. With this yeah. thing. It feels early just days getting the comfy out of the world. <laughs> you know, you think everybody has, you know, has heard about the comfy. I was in a clothing store the other day where they should be selling companies and I'm talking to an associate, you know, head manager and they've never even heard of the company. So it's just like, it just tells right. you, it's like, there's so much more work we need to do and get them out there. You know, by the end of this year, uh, we'll have, we'll ship our 10 millionth company, you know, in the first four years. So, Jeez, I mean, these amazing. things are obviously an enormous hit. Uh, one size for everyone. I'm telling you, that's the key to this thing. There's no sizing. You don't right. have to worry. About it. You should buy it. You pick your color, pick your pattern. So funny, and you're man. good to go. So it's just we're going to continue pushing forward. We're going to, you know, we're going to get licensing deals coming up with, uh, you know, make the major sports companies. Oh, and, very cool. You know, movies and things well, like that. Is, so we're just going to keep pushing it because it is it's endless on uh, where this product can go and where it can be sold and the uses that it has. So we're going to keep pushing forward. Like Brian said, we're the uh, third 
uh, highest selling product in Shark Tank history. That got a Amazing. deal. Uh, we're by far Barber's number one company of all time, you know, wow. and we are so competitive. We're going to keep pushing <laughs> until we're number one on those lists as well. I love and it. People like, you know, and I know there's, I know there's the doubters out there, the naysayers are oh, always our people. Any, like, any hey, company though, man, doesn't matter who you work for. Yeah. I mean, right. I it's a novelty. It. Right. It's a novelty. It's something that's, it's a joke, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Well, guess what guys? 10 we have, million units. Uh, 60, yeah. 65,000 uh, reviews on Amazon <laughs> at four eight stars which makes us you know one of the most uh highest rated products with that volume of reviews uh, on on the entire platform because we have a product that is not a novelty it's super high quality which is our point of difference with with everything that we do high quality something that will last and something that is truly when you put it on you might laugh a little bit ha ha ha, ha right it's funny because it's like this gigantic oversized right. wearable <laughs> blanket right and then you're like wait a second this is the most comfortable thing I've ever had on my body. And now everyone has to know about it. And I have to buy one from, for everyone that, is, that, that I know. And so you go from having the ha-ha moment to having the aha moment. And that's what this totally. product is. It's not a novelty. It is a lifestyle. Uh, yeah, so, Justin, just yeah. real quick. Yeah, a, lot of people, a, lot of people com- a lot of people compare us. You know, first, first thing yeah. a lot of people think of is it's a Snuggie. Snuggie. Right? I, and it's yep. like, give me a freaking break. This it's thing not even close. But. It's this not is, even close. This is somewhat you know, stylish. This has got a little yeah. style to it. You know what well, I mean? It's just not, Snuggie's not punctu- functional at all. And that's no. not where we had the idea or anything. I had nothing to do with you. You put a Snuggie on, you stand up, you try, start walking, you trip up the blanket and fall on your face. So just a joke. This is a truly wearable blanket. It is massive. You're sitting on the couch, you need to go do something, you stand up and you take your warmth with you. That is what's so cool about this product. It never has to come off. You never have to leave your blanket behind, but it's indoors, outdoors, movie theaters, kids sporting events, full coverage and everything. So it's just, it's, we, we say it, it's like the perfect product. We always have believed that. And it's the perfect gift. It's absolutely for everyone. We all have those people. You don't know who to buy for. Right. It's just totally. I love it. It really is. So. Yeah. I was looking uh, earlier and when I was doing my research on you guys, I, I, I saw it on Amazon. I'm like, oh, wow, it's uh, Amazon's choice or oversized hoodies. And then I was like, wait, si- 64,000 reviews? Like, <laughs> <laughs> holy right? And you're right. Yeah. It's 4.8, 64,570 reviews. I mean, jeez. That's amazing. I mean, seriously. Sorry, I exaggerated. I love the co- I know you were a little short. You looked at it My yesterday bad. instead of today. We're salespeople, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I love the colors. <laughs> this is cool. Um, so hey, we're only we're only at four point eight, by the way, I, because I, we had some shipping issues early on. By the way, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Five, damn it. <laughs> Uh, that's so okay. Freaking true. Oh, that's rough. Um, I love it. You know, I always, I, I love to ask our guests, you know, what some of the biggest advice, and I think I already know yours, but um, it is that you would offer to our audience. You know, we have a lot of entrepreneurs and people that want to be right. I want to have the next comfy, I'll call it out there. Um, why don't we start with you, Brian? Um, what, you know, one or two things would you share just from the couple of years you guys have been doing this? That would be good advice for our listeners. Yeah, I think a lot of people get stuck and just or or never get started, right? Because there's so much fear, you lay everything on the line. And it's it's understandable because not everything is going to work out. But if you've got the belief in something, um, you know, don't take no for an answer. It's a cliche, but with us, it's the power of cluelessness. That's what I really believe. It's the power of being clueless. There is enormous power <laughs> exactly in right. that statement. And that is because we were told, no, you're crazy. You can't do it this fast. It's going to take a year and a half to get this out. Blah, blah, blah. And we're like, why? Why? That doesn't make any sense to us. So we didn't know any better. And so we busted our asses and pushed everything forward at the speed that we wanted uh, to get it done at, not at what the speed of of what a textbook or a business class or a shark or whoever is going to tell you, you know? 
It's the power of being naive. (laughs) Because, because we didn't know what we didn't, didn't know. Um, we were able to push it forward, and 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 now we have a you know a hundred million dollar a year business. Unbelievable. Um, and it's a lot of it is because of that. In just four years, you know, we've gotten to that point because we were clueless, because we were naive. So why not you? Why not somebody else? Why we're nothing special? We just had an idea. We got off the couch and we did something about it. And that is the, something that absolutely anybody out there listening right now can do the same thing we did. It's nothing special. You have the sum of human knowledge in your pocket. We all do. Google, the internet. You know, things are different. The point, the barrier to entry is so much less than, than, than it has been in the, you know, even 10, 15, 20 years ago, right? There's really no excuses anymore. So if you've got something, you believe in it, go for it. Don't let anybody tell you, no. be clueless. It's okay to be clueless. Be, feel the power that we did. I could just stop the uh, podcast now and that would be a great way to end it, but not, not quite yet. Um, that is such awesome advice. Um, Michael, over to you. It's a, that's a hard act to follow. I mean, what, what, what Tough advice to follow, but I'm used to it with my bro, you right. know, with his TV background and everything right. else. So, you know, he's, uh, he's good at, very good at this stuff, but he did mention something. He gave a little quote in there, the why not you? And those three words are three words are very important to Brian and I, and they actually came from our mother who would always say that to us, you know, growing up and even getting into this business and everything else, she always, whether it's grades, you know, you know, what, whatever it may be in life, keep pushing forward. She just looks at you. She goes, well, why not you? Why can't you get the A's in the class? You know, why can't you do this? You know, why not you guys? Why, you know, you want to invent this thing? She's like, yeah, why can't you do that? Why not you? And so we always use those words and you can use it for anything in life just to keep pushing forward. Why does that have to be the next guy that comes up with this? How many of us have probably had these some ideas? And then a year or two later, you see it and you're like, man, I had that idea. Well, you need to do it. You need to go for it. If you think it's that good and you absolutely believe in it, when we had this light bulb moment, it's like we just knew it and we were going to go for it. And it was incredible doing it with your brother. That was a, that was a really big part of this as well. If it was just me standing there, you know, and I didn't have somebody to to relay that to at that moment, you know, it may not have gone anywhere. I always have ideas popping in my head. I think a lot of us do, but it's a matter of taking that action and doing it with your brother and us believing in it so much and pushing each other's pushing each other, whether it's down, down times or up times. Just continuing to move forward and grow this thing. And that's another reason why I say we're just getting started and why not us? I so love it. Let's keep it going. You know, and, and um, I, before we go, you mentioned, you know, and you brought up a great point. You got your brothers, right? So, and do you guys divide up the work in any certain way? Is it, was one of you better at the numbers or the other, the creative or, or does that, I don't know. How do you guys divvy things up or is it just kind of, I don't know. How does that work for you guys? I mean, we all, we have such a high level view of the entire business now because we do have, you know, we got over 30 people, time employees working, working with us now, high level management, um, that's, that's built some of the biggest brands uh, in the world. And so, you know, we're learning every day, every day too. So I don't think that we necessarily, we, we kind of oversee, we sign off on, on all the products that we do on all the new designs and colors we're involved, uh, to that level. And then there are things, yeah, Michael has a, you know, has, has a real interest in the legal side of the, the business, which has yeah, surprise. Hey, here's hundreds of thousands of dollars of legal bills. Right. The bigger you get, more money, more problems, right? Oh my God. Um, he's, he's good at that stuff. He's great at the business side. You know, I like paying, paying attention to the marketing and things we're doing there. I pay attention to the customer reviews. Everyone that comes in, if we get a bad review. It's like, it, it ruins my entire week. I hate that. Um, yeah. That kind of thing. So yeah, we have a high level involvement uh, in the business. Um, but it's not doing the the day to day stuff that uh, sure. that we have a very capable and qualified team to do. Wow, 
Yeah, but keep in mind, bro. I mean, early on, you know, it was us. It was just Brian and I. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. getting right. sourcing was, everything, doing all the work, just like any entrepreneur has to right. do. You have to learn everything. You wear every single hat in that company, and which yep. make which, which helps you learn on the fly to know everything about your business. But Brian and I always said early on, like, man, wouldn't it be incredible if we can we had this vision to build this thing up and take it where we know it can go, and we can kind of start hiring people and hiring executive staff that we trust and believe in and that have our vision and we can kind of just step back and let the experts do their job and kind of yeah. get out of the way is what we need to do and not micromanage, which we absolutely try not to do and just let them kind of take our vision and uh, just spread it, you know, throughout the world and keep growing the company. And that's, and we never, that's what we're doing. And we, ne- we, ne- we never would have gotten as big as we are, as fast as we are, if we did not step back, if we Got did it. not, if, we, if, we, if our egos were too big and- sure. We had to micromanage every aspect of the business. You know, our experience at some point, a lack of experience with, with certain elements of the business would have caught up with us. Sure. And uh, uh-huh. that would have been that would have been bad. It would have slowed our growth. So that's another definitely another lesson that when you get to a certain level, it's okay to find qualified people that you trust right, to and help. let go a little bit and let them do their thing, let their talent shine. Sure. Well, love it. Um, you guys are um, uh, so in early days and yet have found such amazing success. And I'm excited for where you guys are going. I hope you'll come back on down the road and share more stories with us. Before we go, though, um, please share with our audience how they can connect with you, where they can buy the product, how they connect with you guys on on social and whatnot. Oh, you can't find Michael on LinkedIn, apparently. Right. I tried. Um, I'm, I, I'm pretty good <laughs> about researching people. Him. I'm like, come on. I got to figure out Michael's story <laughs> beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But uh, yeah, you can just find us and contact us through thecomfy.com. That's uh, that's definitely the best way to do it. Thecomfy.com. Thecomfy.com. That's easy. Guys, so great having you today. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Excited for you guys and look forward to having you back on down the road. Thanks, Justin. We had a blast, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Justin. A lot of fun. Comfy on. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.